And initiate sequence. Tina, I'm home. Memories are made of this. What is this place? I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but you got yourself killed. At RST, we'd rebuild the most important assets in the U.S. military. Soldiers like yourself. You're the first who we've successfully managed to bring back. But improved, enhanced. With the technology in your veins, you have an army inside you. That will not only make you stronger, it will heal you instantly. Holy shit. Now tell me, do you remember anything? Where are you going? I've got unfinished business. Find the man who murdered my wife and kill him. Oh, that's not good. All right, shut him down and initiate sequence. Okay, who is the next target for elimination? Tell me, do you remember anything? Do I know you guys? I don't think so. <laughs> I've been manipulating you. What you think is real. Sometimes I ain't. And initiate sequence. about men like me. That is absolutely fantastic. I feel like I just heard this. Are they playing this on repeat? Guys ready to go? Yeah. Dogs, do your thing. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. We're still here. We are. Virtually. Representing a whole part of America, two states. Well, it's Pride Month, so we're also here, and we're also gay. It's your, it's illegal. It's illegal to be straight during Pride Month. We're here. <laughs> we're here. We're gay. <laughs> Get used to it. Wait, that doesn't that doesn't have a rock. That doesn't that doesn't work. Hey, hey, we're gay. We don't want any more bears. That's right, Gogs. What did we watch this week? We watched. Uh, we watched Bloodshot. Starring yes. Vincent Diesel. And Sean, what was on the line this week? My penis. Yeah. Penis. I'm gonna go yeah, ahead I'm gonna go ahead and apologize to your penis right now. I don't it's not looking good for your penis. Wait, oh. Remind me of the rules. The rules were if, if if the average score is above what were we like we were we were nine divided by four? four. It was the average score of three or four, maybe? It was yeah, like two, two points something. It was two and a quarter. So you so Bloodshot just needs to average better than two and a quarter. And then Sean's dick survives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we watched Bloodshot. It's going to be tight. It's going to be a tight race. And, yeah, it's uh, it's not a great movie. I can just... It's uh, a movie. I'll, I'll bury the lead. It's not very good. Um, but we'll get into it. 
uh, let's, uh, as, as we always do, let's get into what we all watched this week. Uh, Sean. I watched two things, but I think Dogs watched one of them, so I'm just going to talk about the one I don't think he watched. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a, correct. Yeah, I watched oh, uh, wait, Slums of Beverly. Tabled. We get to table something again. Oh, yeah. Hell tabled. yeah. I watched uh, Slums of Beverly Hills this morning. I hadn't what? seen that in forever. Oh, I used Who's to watch that. That's the, the what's her name? Ch- uh, Russian doll. Young. Yeah. Yeah. And Alan Arkin. It's a funny movie. It's also cool, like, because it's a coming-of-age story for a woman, and I don't think you get that very often. And it, Not on Lady like, Bird. I didn't see Lady Bird. But it's, like, usually they're, like, really, like, kind of, like, overly palatable, like a boys-on-the-side kind of thing. But this is kind of, like, a gritty-ish indie movie. It's very indie, though. Like, it's very, like stained lenses and college rock indie at some points so it's uh it's 90s indie it's it's that thing we were kind of talking about like with um orange county like orange county was kind of the end of that era very like like there was that there was that that definite like in 90s indie vibe back then what's the quintessential 90s indie movie uh i mean I, I I'd say like Reservoir Dogs because in a lot of people's eyes, like Quentin Tarantino was like the first indie filmmaker that got big, and then he I think kinda... it's I think it's a, a two sides of one coin. I think one side is Reservoir Dogs. I think the other side is Swingers. Maybe Clerks too. You could probably put Clerks yeah. in there. Wow. Okay. You could not well, like a... really. What would what would you say, Gox? I guess that I mean those were like when I think of indie well, movies, they're both, they're both like studio films, though, right? I don't think I like reality, reality bites. Yeah, that's another yeah. good one. Yeah, that's a definite good what about one. Like Garden State. Garden State's way later. That's yeah, it. Garden that's State's like the, early two uh, thousands. What's the right. one with the threesome? I forget the name of it. It's just called threesome. Isn't it called threesome? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking no. about with Ben Stiller and <laughs> like yeah. Winona Ryder. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's eating Gilbert Grape? What about like a yeah. bottle rocket? Bottle rocket counts. I- I would say that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Bottle Rocket like is a movie that many people are super familiar with. Like, I know we are, but I, I yeah. would say like there's more people that have seen Reservoir Dogs and and uh, what was the first one Alec mentioned? Um, Reality Bites. Reality Bites. Reality Bites is a big one. I, I'm surprised I didn't think of that one. That's a good one, especially because of the soundtrack. Yeah. Um. All right, moving on. So, uh, Slums of Beverly Hills still good. I haven't seen it in years. Yeah. I remember Red loving Red it. When I watched yeah. it like years ago, Alan Arkin looks exactly the same. He's supposed to be like sixty six in the movie. Is he still alive? Came out. He is. I think so. Okay, good. Alan Arkin kicks ass. Oh, he's a treasure. I love that guy. Yeah, but I mean, he looks exactly the same yeah. <laughs> as he did in uh, Little Miss Sunshine or Argo or any of that shit. Little Miss Sunshine, which I, have, I don't know if he's. Been, I don't know if there's a young Alan Arkin. Yeah, he's one of those guys. The porn version of Argo, Argu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the funny one. Funny thing is, uh, the like romantic lead in Bev- Slums of Beverly Hills is that guy from Pineapple Express. He pops up a lot of Judd Apatow movies. He's like the one drug hitman, the white guy that kind of looks like a fat Ron. Oh Livingston. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. But yeah. yeah. So the other yeah. thing, Dogs Watch. So we'll talk about. I don't even know if we should talk about that before we talk about this gonna, movie. I was like, because my whole everything I was going to say about it is going to be in direct juxtaposition to Bloodshot. So I well, you can 
you can say what you watch, then you can discuss, like, you can talk about the finer points during our film breakdown. Oh, it was uh, Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, which, is this the first time you saw it, Gogs? Yeah, I'd never seen it before. And the only reason I, honestly, the only reason I watched it was because of your comment in the group chat. When you're like, this is like, for dummies. I was like, okay, well, then let me, let me see if I can suss out that reference. And then, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, that movie kicks all kinds of ass, doesn't it, Gogs? Yeah. Yeah. That movie, like, yeah, we'll get into it, but like, and I think you guys have mentioned it before, like, that movie's juxtaposition of like, essentially quiet violence, like, yeah. like, there's n- almost no, the, the soundtrack there is so, um, sparse, and it's, yeah. it's never there when extreme acts of violence are happening. All you can do We'll get into it when we talk about Bloodshot, but, like, I think Universal Soldier is a movie the guy is dying to make but can't because of reasons that I think we're going to have to get into in the mo- in the actual review. Yeah. I will say this. Watching – I watched in – this. I watched Bloodshot, and then I watched Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Mm-hmm. And Bloodshot had a different score before I watched Day of Reckoning. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It, wow. It moved, it moved it two points. Wow. That's a, yeah. big, that's a big swing. Yeah. Um, I talked to John Himes. I think I mentioned this on the show, the guy that directed it, because I think you know, the Day of Reckoning budgets listed is like $6 million. But he's like, I don't know where they got the number because I had three, and that includes above the line budget. So, That's crazy. And that movie looks yeah. great. Looks fantastic. That movie looks great. John Himes is fantastic. His dad's fantastic. Great guys. Um, yeah. Anything else, Gogs? We just, we just uh, quietly pass the mic to you in a way. Oh, I watched. Um, one other film. Uh, I watched uh, 2016's Bloodshot. Did we? No, not the Bloodshot. We watched. Bloodshot. <laughs> he watched the. <laughs> he watched the original Bloodshot. Oh, I watched 2016's Headshot. Have we talked about this before? Oh, the, oh that's I, the, I was I was gonna watch that this weekend. That's so funny. Yeah. The the guy. So it's the raid know, got, guys, right? Uh, yeah. It's uh, well, no. This is the raid guy. It's it's Eco US. But it's, yeah, and it's like same Jesse guy. something or other that does like all the Scott Atkins movies, right? It's the guy. The, it's the same director as uh, the Night Comes for Us, which is oh, okay. fucking amazing. So the Night Comes for like, Us is so good. So like, I was so after I watched Bloodshot, and then I watched Day of Reckoning. I was like, well, I want to watch something else with like super violence. So what? what uh, what'd you watch this on? Because I was meaning to watch this this week. Available on Netflix. Oh, sweet. So um. I'm watching. I'm watching this, and it's like, hold up. Sorry, I was getting a phone call. Um, so I'm watching, uh, Headshot, and it's um, exactly what you would expect. Like the way I'm thinking about. Like, so first of all, I'm gonna say this. I think we just need to like give the like hand. Has anyone else seen it? No. Okay. I saw like the first scene on like a um, preview type thing, but I never actually watched the movie. So, like, I think we probably all come to this conclusion: we just need to, like hand the torch over to Indonesia for action movies at this point. Like, they oh, just without a doubt, yeah. So, um, I mean, the raid one, movies are great. The night comes for us is fantastic. So this the movie right, comes for like, us might be the best action movie in the last ten years. It's so Here's good, deal, right? The night comes for us. I think was twenty eighteen. 2019? I believe so. 18, I think. I don't know. 
16. So you can see this movie. This movie was, you could see the Is bones. The El Mariachi to uh, the Desperado. Yeah, it's, not a, it's, not, it's not a shared universe, but you can see okay. the bones of what The Night right. Comes for Us was going to be. Like, this movie was great. Like, it was really enjoyable. But it's like, they took, they're like, okay, everything we just did, just crank it up about six more notches, and then we're going to make this movie. Because The Night Comes for Us is just bananas. This movie's great. It's really enjoyable. And I, I, I think it's the same thing. Like, Indonesian action movies are basically like offspring songs. Like, if you like one of them, you're going to like all of them. <laughs> thing. But if you like it, you're going to like it. Like, this is basically Crime Lord, Revenge, Betrayal. Like, it's all the same notes. Lots of shooty, lots of karate. Shooty, lots of karate, lots of really great camera angles, lots of cameramen that knew what the fuck they're doing, like directors that know what they're doing. Isn't that like, nice? Yeah, after watching man. something like Bloodshot. <laughs> but, I mean, like, there's a scene, there's this great, there's a it, movie opens with, like, a really cool shootout scene that happens in a prison. It's all, like, it's, like, it's like all close quarters and like fucking um, claustrophobic and it's shot from above. There's a fight scene that happens in a police station where he, they do that move. And I figure out the movie I've seen this in, but they, they took the, you know, the big paper hacker smasher dealy where you chop paper. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Eco US pulls that off and then goes at the dude because like, because like, you know, they don't have the second, their second amendment in Indonesia is machete based. Like, everyone's got <laughs> like, um, I mean, it's, 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 you know, the story is serviceable. Like it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing earth shattering, but it serves as a vehicle for just really good, really good action, really excellent fucking fight choreography. Um, once again, you know, eco us is fucking kicks ass. Like, and all the other supporting guys, they're all the guys you've seen. There's a guy you've seen from the raid. There's the guys you've seen from fucking the night comes for us. Like at this point, there's like a stable of people that they use, and it's you know it's it's great. Um, it's fucking unapologetically violent. It's not as violent as the night comes for us, but I don't know. What I don't think it, is. it could be. <laughs> the night comes for us is so fucking violent. Like it's. Yeah. You it's, know what's crazy about all these Indonesian movies is like they're so sparse like plot wise there's no fat to them but they're still all crazy long somehow like the raid yeah, 2 is like super long well yeah. this one's two out this one's two hours or like an hour 50 something and it's you know yeah but like two hours for a movie would probably has what like 15 lines of dialogue in it you know what I mean yeah. like it's just there's a couple of scenes with like so like in this movie like Eco US he wakes up on a beach without memory and there's a couple of scenes where he's like rehabilitating getting back there can drag a little bit honestly but like when the action happens it's fucking great like it's 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 everything you'd expect so i would I'm, I'm, it, check it out you can see this was this was the sales pitch for the night comes for us this was the proof of concept i'm definitely looking forward to watching it i i i'll talk about it'll come up in my pick but i was i was the, the what i watched this week i was hoping for something like that and i got something different but uh, anything, go ahead. Anything else, Gogs? That's all I watched. No. Uh, me now? Uh, I only watched one thing. I watched a movie that I've been meaning to watch for a while called Drug Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Chinese film. Um, and it's like, I, I feel bad because I didn't care for the movie. But I honestly think that if I watched it under different circumstances, I would have probably liked the movie. 
when I clicked on the movie, I was expecting it to be violent and maybe, you know, lots of shooty, maybe some fight scenes. Like I was expecting like a violent action movie. But what it is is a very dry procedural cop movie. And like it's the Shin Godzilla of drug movies. Like, no, it's more like just like, I mean, you've seen like procedural cop movies before. Like there's like one scene that's a shootout like, and it's like, done um, pretty well. We own the night or some shit like that. Kind of. And like, it, it, you know, what's funny. It's like, it's, it's more like a Chinese version of elite squad, but more boring. Like it's a movie that is all about the, I mean, it's called drug war and it's all about like the, the, the illegal drug trade in China, but like it is so anti-drug that it's like hilarious like it's like a propaganda movie yeah i mean it feels like that at times i mean the end of the movie like i mean whatever it's a spoiler i guess but one of the villains is literally killed by the state through lethal injection and that's how the movie ends and it's like i felt like that was like really gross like just have him die in a shootout like i don't want to see him like squirming for life as they inject him and he dies like with a blanket over his head. Like I felt like, like that's more like a horror movie thing. And like this guy, I mean, he did hard, he did some horrible shit. Like he's a, you know, he's a criminal, but like, I don't know. It left it. Like it was a weird, it left a very weird impression on me. Uh, like overall the acting's good. Like the main cop is like really compelling, but like, again, it's just a lot of talky, not a lot of shooty, not a lot of action. And like, I don't know. Again, I think I was just watched it in the wrong like headspace. This movie is like universally praised. <laughs> like, I, I do. It's like, like when I watched, um, not thank you for smoking. No, what's the, what's the one about the beef industry that I thought oh, was supposed to be a fast comedy? food nation. That movie's not yeah. that great. No, that's not very good. They, and it's not your fault. They marketed that movie like a comedy. So that's really not your fault. Yeah, next thing I know, Fez from the 70s show lost a leg. hand or something. Yeah. Like, Jesus. And Avril Lavigne was in it. Was she? For like two seconds. That's, a, mm. that's one of the lesser Link Letter movies. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Drug Wars, uh, Care of the Haya Network subscription that I have. Um, yeah, have, you, have you canceled that yet? No, I'm going to keep Haya. Haya has a lot of good stuff. Like, and it's only three dollars a month. So I'm going to. Wow. I canceled the other two, but I kept Haya. But yeah, I mean, it's. I again, like, I didn't like it, but I think if I watched it, and I was, if I was just watching a movie and not like, man, I want to like watch something where like cool shit happens maybe i would like it i don't know <laughs> i don't know. i feel bad because i read a bunch of reviews and everybody loves this fucking movie sean you've heard of this movie right like, yeah yeah people have been talking about this movie for years and i don't know it's just like i just found it kind of boring because like nothing happens it's just like it's this guy who gets arrested and then they they squeeze him for information and then that scene kind of repeats over and over and over and over again and it's just like then it's over it's like oh did it, just hyped, did it get hyped up too much for you? I kind of, yeah. I, I mean, look it up like on, right now, and like it, it's like got like a it's like a ninety eight percent on Metacritic. Like everyone loves this fucking movie, and like I don't know. I does the I, trailer does the trailer like lead you believe it's something different? I haven't seen the trailer. This is completely through like word of mouth. A bunch of podcasts I listen to have talked about it. Um, podcast. What's that? podcasts about movies are for idiots without a doubt uh but i don't know again like i don't want to say the movie's bad but it didn't work for me it wasn't it wasn't for me and i 
I, I was just more like, I, I kind of wanted to bail on the movie and just start watching something else because I really just wanted to watch somebody get shot or do some karate. But I was like, nah, I better finish this movie. And then it just kept going and kept going and kept going. And like the, the, the big like reveal towards the end of the movie is really fucking stupid and doesn't make any sense. So this cop is going after this, like, this big drug kingpin, right? And then you find out that the big drug kingpin doesn't exist and he's just a front for five other of the like drug bosses but like they feed him information through a fucking like bluetooth in his ear but he they're like the five of them are, are always around during big deals which seems like unnecessary and stupid like long story short they all get busted at the same time because they're all in the same fucking room but it's just like yeah. Just put him on a fucking speakerphone or something and put it in his ear and hang out in, like, Hawaii. Why would you need to be in the same room? Like, I don't know. I didn't care for it. Not great. I also watched 25 minutes of Scott Pilgrim and fell asleep because that's, like, a comfort food movie. And it's just something where it's like, I need to put something on. Scott Pilgrim will definitely work. That was a very nice 25 minutes. Why don't you come over to my house for dinner? Like, Chinese food? Like, there's so many green little lines in that fucking movie. The macaroni and cheese of movies. It's so good. Like there's this six- song is dedicated to the guy who won't stop yelling. It's called "We Hate You, Please Die." Oh, I love this one, dude. The best is when he's like, "It's not a race, guys." Is that girl a boy too? Yes, yes. <laughs> they uh on the on the Funko website they've released the vegan police two pack. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, uh, but yeah, that that movie's great and. We've talked about it before, but it's eminently like just just the smashable list of casts. Like, oh yeah, it's kind of crazy when you think of that movie because it had like every every like young talented actor that went on to be much bigger in that movie. Like the cast of that movie, Ralph. well, and Brandon Ralph, yeah. <laughs> but that that cast of that movie is insane. But yeah, it's great. Uh, moving on, Alec. Alec, watch one. Thing. Wow, slow week for you. Yeah, I worked a lot of nights. I bet you did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cruising out uh, there. Yeah. What Don't kind of hanker- watch- what kind of handkerchief did you have in your pocket? Blue. <laughs> oh shit! That means he's down for everything. We're trying to get boys in their car. Like, come to the bear sanctuary. <laughs> um. I watched uh, Spike Lee's new movie, The Five Bloods. Oh, I wanted to see that. Oh, he did that? I saw the... They've been hyping that pretty heavy on Netflix. I didn't realize he did it. Yeah, it's very good. It's, uh, Black Panther's in that, right? Yeah, he's not in a ton. He's, Is uh, he in costume? Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Someone will get sued. Yeah, he has his uh, his back Black Panther suit on. Um... It's very good. It's it's a movie. It's a it's a Vietnam movie. Oh, these uh five uh, five guys, the five bloods. They were uh, they start a burger restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> they were uh, sent on a recovery mission in Vietnam to recover uh, some gold that got lost. That uh, I guess the U.S. had stolen and re 
like restamped it as U.S. gold, but the plane got shot down, so they were sent to recover that. Okay. Um, they got the war ended. They couldn't get it out of the country, so they buried it. And then the four of them that survived go back, like in the now times, under the guise of trying to find the remains of uh, one of them. But really, to find the gold and the remains and get it out of there. So why didn't they just do a Tom T? I don't know what that is. It's like the hellfish, ban- the the hellfish bonanza episode. Ow. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I was gonna watch that, but isn't it like super long? It's like two thirty or something. Is it two and a half hours? That's it's about two and a half hours than a uh, midsummer. Yeah. Mm. Alex, what's your what's your feeling on Spike Lee in general? I know TJ hates him, and I love him. I liked his last movie. His last movie, like one movie. That's true. I need to go. (laughs) I need to go watch a lot of his stuff because the only two movies that I've seen of his that I really like remember are this and Black Klansman, the two that came out in the past few years. You never saw He Got Game. Start, or, uh, yeah, I feel like you saw he got game a hundred times for some reason. Start old. Start with old boy. That's a good one. Mm. Even Spike Lee doesn't like that movie. Have you ever seen him get interviewed about it? I watched the, the you hate movies. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. yeah I, uh, movie I, he was a he was a Knicks fan, so I didn't respect him. So <laughs> I didn't uh, didn't really get into his movies too much. But I know I've seen some of them when I was younger. Um, I, was, I would just have to rewatch them. I know I've seen Malcolm X. I've seen you seen Inside uh, Man, haven't you? I do. I, you know, I, I I like Inside Man. That's a good movie. Uh, Inside Man's yeah. so good, you could just make the gay porno and just call it the same thing. Uh, I've seen Bamboozled, but like I don't remember. Yeah, yeah Bamboozled's one of my favorites. I don't remember them very well. I remember Inside Man. I remember seeing that in the theater. Um, I actually. I feel like TJ said he didn't like do the right thing, which is absurd. I didn't say that. Who said that? No, you no that's one of the one. No, I don't like him in general. Do the right thing is is pretty good. Mo better blues is good. It's fine. Mm, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No, I would. Uh, I would. I would. I would. I prefer recommend. the butter dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend uh, recommend this to anybody, and it's on Netflix, so you don't get to pay for it. It's Delroy, Delroy Lindo is outstanding. A career-making role. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Netflix original, isn't it? Yeah. It got like a... It was supposed to go through, get a, like a really small limited theater run and go through the... Uh, not the tournaments, the... Uh, the film the festivals. Film festivals, right. It just so those, but it, uh, COVID... Shot all that down, so it just got released on Netflix. It came out Friday. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll check it out. Like that's the reason. The reason they do that with those Netflix movies is so they have a chance at Oscars, right? Like, well, who they, the hell it, knows what Oscars are even look like yeah, this they, year? They get them in theaters for like a month. Yeah, like traditionally small theaters. Yeah, traditionally the rule was it had to be in movie theaters for a certain amount of time, whatever time that is. I think they t- they they got rid of that rule though now, right? Like it doesn't. Well, wasn't um, what was that Al- uh, Alfredo or Roma. Alfredo Curzon? Yeah, was that ever released theatrically, or was that only yeah, on was for like, yeah. A, it was like it was only at like the Charles. Oh, yeah, okay. very like small, a couple of weeks, if that. 
the the Five Bloods poster that they're showing on IMDb looks fucking yeah, rad. The little the little like the little picture that they use for the the thumbnail is pretty rad. I've also been watching season two of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, I gotta catch up. That show is like one of the best shows on television right now. It's on FX too, like the next day, right? Like they don't. It's not like delayed anymore. Yeah, well, the season just ended this week, so it's oh, okay. Fun. That's sweet. I need, yeah, to, I need to watch all of that. So good. Like those guys are so funny. I love them all. And that one chick, I have a thing for. I can't think of her name right now. Nadja. Nadja. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Absolutely. Sign me up. Uh, all right. Well, now, now I guess we got to talk about Bloodshot. Get to talk about Bloodshot. Who the wants rules? Or I'll, I'll start. Go this ahead. movie would I would have loved this movie if it came out in two thousand six or so, maybe earlier. This feels like a very like early 2000s stab at an unknown property type movie. This movie felt like it should have came out the month after the first X-Men movie. Yeah, it was exactly. like in that, yeah. in that definite, I felt the same way. Um, Ratner special. I'm going to spit out a, a piece of criticism that I'm going to forget later on, so I'm just going to say it now. This movie has some of the worst ADR lines I've ever seen in a movie. Like, it was like there's so many weird ADR pickup lines in this movie. They're just like, why did you even bother? And they're like mixed weird. Like, I don't I, I've never seen a movie that did this so much. Like, it's very odd. The fucking, like, we're going to jump all over the place. But the well, third somebody, act- somebody go ahead and tell what the plot is. Either Alec right. or Gogs. Um, I'll, Alec, I'll try. Gogs, so, you go ahead. When, when he fucks up, Alec, you take over. Just take the <laughs> So, uh,. Vincent Diesel is part of some sort of <laughs> already that, funny that going into uh, just you know shoot brown folks in another country classic mo. Uh, he mercs everybody, gets catches one in the ribs, and then goes home to his wife. And then uh, he gets oh no, he gets to go like have a vacation to Italy, and then he gets got. And then you get an interesting scene where uh, Doctor Doom pause real look- quick. Yeah, oh, I just remember this. So when he comes back from from his tour of duty or whatever, oh, his, his- what? Uh, we're trying to do like a fucking Vin Diesel. Like oh, it's get- impossible. You gotta you gotta chew on charcoal for at least a day. So like he comes back and he's with all his army guys and he sees his wife who's in a see through shirt and he's like that's who we fight that's what we fight for fellas like to have <laughs> sex to so have sex with my that. wife it's like, like what the- oh, go yeah. ahead I'm sorry was anyone else surprised at like how British this movie turned out to be well oh. Guy Pierce like loses- except for Guy Pierce I well, think his- he injured. He turns like Irish. Like his accent is really all over the place. Like I think he forgets what his character is supposed to be halfway through this movie. He has plot dependent accents. He's Australian in real life, right? Yeah. Because he he legitimately turns Irish and I'm like, what is he doing? Like (laughs) pause the movie. I'm like, did I like what what's going on? He's reprising his role as Aiden Killian, right? Like (laughs) I forgot about that movie. So like so anyway, Vin Diesel, his voice sounds like you're trying to start like an old Chevy in the middle of a snowstorm. Like it's like that <laughs> yeah, fucking Crowley. He's like, I always come home or whatever. And then next thing you know, he gets kidnapped. They're in a meat locker. 
His girl gets brained by a rather entertaining Toby Kebble, because I like him. Criminally underused. Like, why couldn't oh, Toby Kebble? He's used plenty. He's just in, like, the worst movies. Right. Yeah. Are you, are you going to badmouth Hurricane Heist now? <laughs> yeah, Toby Kebble. Toby that might Ke- be his high watermark. Toby Kebble is like a, the actor version of a checkers. If you see him around, fuck, you're not in a great area. Like, you got to get the fuck out of there. So, so anyway, he gets he gets got, and then Vin Diesel gets all super growly and says, "You better kill me now." So he gets brained, and then he wakes up. Uh, he wakes up in a hospital or whatever. He wakes up at Foxhound. Yeah, yeah, he wakes up in, like, a like, science this, this, lab. This movie feels like it's, like, an unused treatment for a Metal Gear movie. In a yeah, lot no, of very place. Metal Gear. And then you find out that fucking Guy Pierce was a tennis star who lost his arm to measles or some shit. And, <laughs> like, the Mexican chick from, uh, from Baby Driver's there with a hole in her chest still looking good. She and has, she does like, underwater the, dance fighting. She literally has the most plot-dependent power. It's so fucking stupid. They're like, well, well they, she can breathe underwater, and she's immune to all toxins in the air. Well, it's no, like, they say inhalants, which makes me wonder if the person who wrote the script knows what an inhalant is. Like, she's immune to whippets. <laughs> yeah. So she, so, she can't so take he, her asthma medication anymore. Here's, here's what's wild. Like, so you get you meet everyone else, and everyone else's powers, by comparison, suck shit. You've got a girl who can breathe anything. Yeah. You've got a, a one-armed scientist. Yeah. You've got a guy with legs and a yeah. guy with eyes all over his body. And then you find Qu- out... You question. Can't, Yes. Are the other two guys the guys the guy with the eyes all over his body? The lovers? The, no, but that would have been a better movie. Uh, and the, do they have superpowers? To, like, are they super strong? Because they withstand some hellacious bodily damage we'll, in this movie. We'll, we'll get into it, but I imagine everyone's got a little something. But then, by comparison, right? They've created guys that sort of have flaws but advantages, like sort of your normal paradigm. And yeah. then they made a man that you find out is just made of nanites. Yeah, he's just a he's yeah. just a, a, he's a you, you bring up an interesting like man. a good a good point because you know like a script that wasn't stupid. I don't know how much of this is just slavish to the comic book or not. They would all be like lesser versions of him. They would all be like prototypes of Bloodshot. Beta, they'd be something. Oh, that would have been a much. Damn it, that yeah, that would have been much better if they were all like failed experiments to the Bloodshot. Yeah, that would have been much better. Resurrection, where you see all the Ripleys that fucked up before they got like, or like to a lesser extent, like if you really want to go the comic book route, Robocop twos. Well, I was I was thinking like the Weapon X program. Like it was always described that there was like a bunch. Well, not always, but like Grant Morrison made it where X was actually ten, and there was yeah. a bunch of other like rejects that before him. Like that's a good idea. But, and like, I love the, that Grant Morrison run. But like but, but by Harrison, like the other guys are fucking garbage. Like like just just from the blocks, Vin yeah, Diesel's powers are. Ten times better than anything. He's well, touching. yeah, he's super strong. He's indestructible. He's, he's catching like, he does, to every computer everything. on the planet. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's like, yeah, he he's like, a, like he, uh, he can, wirelessly like is connected to every computer ever. Right. Like, he can just. He's like, like it's the Matrix. He's like 
if Skynet was also the liquid metal Terminator somehow, you know what I mean? Like, right. but he's the he's the fucking nanite Terminator. He's the dusty Terminator from that one we watched. Oh God, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so anyway, sorry. So you find out that Vin Diesel wakes up. And he's like, I don't want to be part of this. And he punches. <laughs> a now that was pretty good. You got, that was pretty good, Gogs. You I got don't it. Know how, I don't know how many times he's. So then you. So he punches a structural column to death, and then he like and nobody stops him. And nobody stops him. And then he like, he's being told, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And he thinks his way into the internet to steal a jet to find yeah. Toby Campbell. Also, also like, I pause real quick. I'm sorry. This also leads to one of the I thought was just fucking stupid. And I think what the scene's trying to do is what the Matrix did, where it's just like, well, I want to learn kung fu so I can download kung fu into my brain. He doesn't know. He just to, reads really fast. He doesn't know how to fly a plane, so he gets the owner's manual for the plane, the and that teaches him. What's that? That's not how you learn to fly a plane. Right. No, you can't. <laughs> I was like, well, it's you That's know, how I learned to drive a car. It would have been funnier if on on Guy Pierce's screen it was like <laughs> Dummy's Guide to Commercial <laughs> Flight or something. Right. Like he knows how to change the oil in that thing now. <laughs> right. But he has like no it just, it just idea out of the the boot screen, the chop lifter. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys have ever looked at the owner's manual of your car. It doesn't tell you how to drive your car. No, That's how I learned to drive it. Doesn't say which one's the go button. Right. Um, but anyway, so he goes off and he has actually what I think is a really entertaining uh, uh, fight scene in a tunnel with a bunch of flour. Um, oh, that's God. my favorite part of the movie. Honestly, Dude, every every fight scene in this movie is either covered in smoke or some kind of debris, or it's on like surveillance camera footage. The pro- and you know the, the problem was high. The, the problem and the thing that drags the movie down a whole lot is the movie's rated PG thirteen, uh, so they have to yeah. like cover the violence with that like that infrared thing you're talking about. Or weird cuts, or smoke, or any other that's bullshit. Just, just, that's stupid. Like, why would you make this movie PG thirteen? Like, it's not even trying like, to make a. They're trying to make a franchise out of it somehow. Well, they're not gonna. No. no. So he fights. He fights a bunch of dudes that Toby Kebbell has managed to hire with who knows what. He murks Toby Kebbell, but right beforehand, Toby Kebbell's all kind of like, "Wait, well, you're making him." He's not the 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 fucking dancing psychopath he was before, then that's like your first clue into, oh, maybe shit's not what it seems. And then you are soon fed exactly what it seems because you are told that they wipe his memory. Fucking Guy Pierce is trying to corner the market on nanite men. So anyone else who knows about nanite men is getting worked over by being set up as like a frame job for, uh, Vin Diesel's wife dying after he comes back from a mission, so he just keeps going off on vengeance tips. Also, how did Toby Kebble and the other guy that Vin Diesel kills next, how did they afford these private armies? Like, what the fuck are they doing? How did everyone afford a private army? Everyone has a private army. Would it be a lot less work for him to send his other six lesser super soldiers to do you all this shit less and not work? risk? Less work would be send the pile of nanites that you can make <laughs> anywhere and kill shit. Like if yeah. you have the ability to have nanites form into a person and then just kind of particulate and just turn into and just fucking go through vents and shit and then just just fucking fly twenty of them down someone's lungs and just fuck shit up. Like that's all you gotta do. He's clearly Is got anybody- 
Is anybody familiar with this comic book? Like, because I'm not at all. I read it. No, I don't recall. I read the I read the comics in the '90s, and they were very different than this. I read this, one of the. This is based. I believe this is based off the newer Valiant oh, stuff. The rebooted Valiant. Okay. And Gogs, I've grown tired of your synopsis. We're never going to get this done. Uh, okay, Alec. Only <laughs> <laughs> Gogs left. Okay. <laughs> this bores me. So. Oh, I love Toby. Gogs, but we're never going to get f- through this story. So he kills Toby Kebble. We get he gets flown back to uh, flown back to the lab and gets deep sixed again. And that's when we realize that this has been happening over and over and over. Ugh, yeah, like this is like the seventh or eighth assassination he's carried out. Um, the girl I care not KT KT. Yeah. She oh, yeah. the letters she, the letters KT. Is, yeah. is she also named Katie though? Is it like an LT Smash situation? <laughs> Lieutenant LT Smash. <laughs> That's she, right. Uh, she disagrees with this and thinks it's cruel. To which Guy Pierce, Guy Pierce says, "Stop breathing." Yeah, because he controls he her breathing apparatus to her stop to make yeah. her. Uh, Close off her uh, breathing, her robotic trachea. Um, they send him on another mission to kill the next, not really bad guy, but just bad guy that a uh, guy Pierce doesn't like because he used to work with him and knows some of his technological secrets. I guess. Yeah, they send him to kill Bert Kreischer. Can I, goes, say, can I say they spend way too much time with the nerd that builds the levels? I can't stand that guy. He's fucking annoying. Yeah. Also, this next guy that Vin Diesel kills, like this goes right back to my ADR thing. I guess they didn't like this guy's voice because every line this guy says is ADR. Even when they, they, they go back to him and you see him in frame talking, it's dubbed over. It's fucking weird. And I was like, Maybe it's a Franco Nero thing. I was really distracted. I was like, what is going on? So like this guy knows the secrets, right? But like, couldn't he just put it on like a flash drive and send it to somebody? Like, it, this isn't like the, the 1920s and he has the Coca-Cola recipe written down on a piece of paper. Like, I don't know. Like, it seems dumb. He's like, I got to eliminate all these guys. Like, yeah, I don't know. A lot of this movie is dumb. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. Uh, this movie's impossibly stupid. Yeah. But, like, I love it because it's stupid in that way where it's trying to wield all these fucking, like, sci-fi deep thoughts into it. And it's just such a mess. And fails. Every yeah. turn. So Vin Diesel. So this, the last guy, the the Russian general or whatever, he has a plan to stop Vin Diesel before he kills him, but he fails, and he still gets murked. But then Winston from New Girl carries out the plan and EMPs all of London to uh, take out Vin Diesel temporarily. Oh shit! They were in London. I never even picked yeah. up on that. You didn't read the title cards. <laughs> on the I, you screen. know what? No, I must have missed that. So that's why he's British. They okay. were in London. London. Someone from London's on the phone for you. Um, murder. Yeah, so Vin <laughs> Diesel goes through like his, <laughs> his auto reboot wake up, gets shocked, shocked awake by a bunch of diehard batteries <laughs> clipped to a aluminum chair, I guess. Well, if you weren't clear on the subtle Frankenstein illusions earlier, they wanted to nail it home with this part. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, he does look like a Frankenstein. Yeah, they watch they watch the uh, the scene in Revenge of the Sith, and they're like, "This wasn't. This was too over the top. We need to make it more <laughs> subtle than that." Um, Vin Diesel reboots. He's disconnected from the RST servers <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, um, no longer connected so he, to ICQ. <laughs> well, no, I, I, it has the same initials as the video store and clerks. Like I think RST. Oh like yeah, a, <laughs> RST, yeah. It's a callback. Um, he says, "The, the uh, what's his name for uh, the programmer? I can't remember his name. Uh, Eric. It's like Wilfred or something. Oh, Will, Wiggins, Wiggins, Wiggins. He uh, the good programmer is Wiggins. I can't remember the other yeah. guy. The Eric, bad guy was yeah. Eric, Eric's a terrible name. Yeah." Um, what is it with these Sony movies and always having that like annoying like uh, Central Asian hipster programmer in them? Don't they have them in Venom too? Yeah, they do. Yeah, this movie the also guy, ruined it. The... Go ahead, Goldeneye. you need the guy from Goldeneye. This movie ruined the one good joke it had too, where the the bad guy programmer was trying to ask Guy Pierce for like a cybernetic penis, and like <laughs> that's the scene that would have made that would have given it a two point bump if he's like. And I gave Steve a cybernetic dick. <laughs> like that would have been. <laughs> I was also thinking with like so like Vin Diesel's blood is the nanites, so he could get oh, does like he come robots. He could come robots, but he also has like the super hardest penis. Like his penis is like unbelievably hard. It would just blood. look. It would just look like that Doctor Manhattan dildo, <laughs> solid and aluminum, and just like. But it's not even that like, he's blood <laughs> Like in the end of the movie, like he's all nanites, <laughs> right? Like he's all nanites. Yeah, that's true. It's fucking. Continue, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> forgot about that, Doctor <laughs> Dildo. Yeah, that thing was awesome. It's the only thing, Lori. It's the only thing that Lori could feel at that point. Um. Oh, she's all hogged out, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that's what they were trying to. <laughs> they were trying to say. <laughs> He's rebooted. He's got the nanites. He's disconnected from the RTS system, so he can do whatever he wants. He has to use like a smartphone and a car with no uh, <laughs> computer in it, so they can't track him and track him and hack him. Um, but how did how did the smartphone work though? I don't recall that. It was his own, like the hacker, the good hacker so like had his like his own shit. He had to look everything up. He could because he was like. He's like, do you know what where you need to go? And he's like, yeah, I'll just look it up on the internet with my brain. And he's yeah. like, no, as soon as you do that, you'll be connected. You're not hooked up to the internet. You're hooked up to their servers. Yeah, the hacker, the hacker connected him to his own satellite, is what he says. Then we're introduced to a nice USB drive, I think. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, so he's driving through London. Uh, the Centurions find him. And chase it. Or, I'm glad you brought that up. I wrote it on my little notes. Like <laughs> when they were like gearing up at the end with like the robot arms and stuff, I was like, oh my God, this is just like the uh, intro to Centurions. That Am I the only one that really, I really like the, the eye in the sky guy design that weird like Gray Fox cyberpunk armor shit? Like I thought that was cool. I, I would have liked it to stick around for more than that one scene. Yeah, but yeah, it was cool, especially considering what his powers were. Like, why wasn't he always in that shit? Yeah, like 
he's in that one scene where he keeps doing the same front wheelie on that bike over and over and over <laughs> and over again. It's just like, all right. I'm I'm not gonna bury the lead. I love like the end of this movie up until like the denouement, like oh. all the fights and shit. Like in the really? yeah the um the Elysium fight, like on the and then when he of gets, course like, he loved that his dicks on the line. <laughs> no, no, I'll be honest. I thought it looked like um, a CGI nightmare. I thought it looked like a yeah, final. Yeah, fight. same. I hated it. I don't it think it. Terrible. I don't think it looked good. But, Smells better than it used to. All right, let's get to the actual. We're almost done the plot. There's yeah. not too much more plot left. <laughs> no, uh, KT is sent to bring in Wiggins so that after the uh, after the commandos bring in Vin Diesel, she's sent to bring in Wiggins. She betrays Guy Pierce and sides with Wiggins because she doesn't think that any of them should be under control of this company anymore. They set up a super hack. At the end of the, when they're trying to reboot Vin Diesel again to send him to kill more people, I believe it's called a righteous hack. Oh, okay. Hack the planet. They, they, uh, they righteously hack him <laughs> in, back into reality, and he knows that everything was a sham. And you hacked him some back into reality, then we, oops, there goes gravity. At some point, we met his his uh, fake wife for a minute. Oh yeah, that's how they had been separated for years. That scene was dumb as shit. Five years. <laughs> I've been gone for five years. His Vin <laughs> Diesel has, Vin Diesel is the worst actor I've ever. He cannot emote like he has no concept about emote. And in that scene, he's supposed his, to be like oh, upset, and he just tries to modulate his voice, and it's hilarious. That's but not I, true. I think I, his scene in Saving Private Ryan is oh, very good. Okay, so fucking, he had one scene. He's been in movies he, for like 15 capable. years, Gogs. He is capable. I'm just saying he's capable. Gogs, he has been in movies for like 20 years and he sucks. He he's is, really I mean, good. He's at, he's really, won a Super Bowl. He's really good as Groot. <laughs> he is he's good. good at Groot. Okay. And I like, I like the, I like some of the Pitch Black movies. Well, I think I think we talked about this, or at least I talked about it before. There's something I find endlessly fascinating about the fact that he refuses to act in anything, and everybody has to orbit around him and act really hard. Well, like we watched, like I find that charming. Like in Triple X, I was gonna say we watched Triple X, and it was hilarious because of that. Like it was like or, they, um, it was a joke that he was so bad. The Chronicles of Riddick, I think, is the prime example. Of everybody like really bringing their acting game to go around Vin Diesel, who is doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> He's trying to knock around guys. Uh, boiler room. Boiler room. He's Gogs not bad. Loves I'm gonna be honest. Room. He's not bad. In boiler room. <laughs> you love that fucking movie. I love that movie. Give a All fuck right. for some reason. So go ahead. Uh, We're almost so done. He nanites himself out of his coma. <laughs> <laughs> they send the centurions to fight him. Wait, oh, yeah, with like, with like new, like, why did those arms come into the third act? Yeah, yeah. Why did he turn into Doctor Octopus at the end of the movie? Those arms were awesome. The arms look Is cool. That the hill we're gonna die on with this? No, but like, why didn't you have it <laughs> earlier? Like, just keep like he should have. That should have been his thing. He's like, well, we gave him new legs and we gave him new arms. Right. <laughs> you know, like whatever. Um. Yeah, 
big fight happens. Yeah, the fight. Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel wins. Shocker. Um, he wins. I, like, I, I enjoy where he gets totally discorporated by that missile and keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Well, he also gets uh, he he blows himself up when he doesn't have any power left at the end of the yeah. movie to kill no, 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 no! It's not that he has no power left. I thought he is a- down to two percent nanites, whatever the fuck that means. And then he like he's oh, he's a hundred percent nanites. So whoever wrote this doesn't understand how nan how percents work. Like. <laughs> Like, fucking Guy Pierce looks at his arm and is like, well, we're down to 2% nanites, which makes me think, okay, all the nanites have left the system, and now we're just down to a, a, a pile of meat. But we could be down to a pile of meat because he got blown up, and the nanites, are we to believe the nanites reassembled the meat? I mean, that's what they did the whole movie, right? Like, even in well, the scene... The he's just nanites, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's very confusing. Oh, there is blood repairing his meat. Yeah, yeah. And they repaired his also, meat with, why, with the explosion. Did, did they explain why it towards That's the end of the, the movie he they turns because he had no nanites left to repair the explosion meat? Did, did they explain why he turns white at the end of the movie, like the comic book, just to make oh, it look like they, the comic book? Oh. Because his credit they went up. But they don't. Like, they don't do any like. Like, there's the whole bit where they're talking about well, the nanites need energy. So I thought there'd be like a universal soldier kind of like like MacGuffin where he needed to recharge or like eat baby food or fucking like lick a fucking transformer or something periodically to get back into the game. But he right. didn't have to do that. It was just, oish. yeah, he blows up guy Pierce and then it's the end of the movie. So yeah, presumably, man. presumably he gets scooped into a bucket and then that Wiggins guy fucking reassembles him. Well, no, he's whole before that, right? Doesn't well, he... he's standing next to Guy Pearce and gets exploded. I thought he reincorporated so after that. Oh, it's a puppy. Up all the nanites with the vacuum and then reprogrammed them and reset them and the nanites made Vin Diesel again. Jesus Christ. It's dumb as shit. And, like, the whole <laughs> endings fight scene is, like, it's really confusing and weird, like... They're falling down this big elevator or some shit. And again, like, this comes back to what I was talking about in the beginning, where if the other soldiers aren't also full of nanites and super strong, like, they are taking damage like there's no tomorrow. Like, they're falling hundreds of feet and getting punched in the face by a guy that's super strong, like... Yeah, but they probably brace themselves. <laughs> oh. oh, it's like in Persona oh, when you hold yeah. you hold the, the block button. <laughs> But I'd be hella pissed if I'm them. I'm like, yo, give me the nanite blood. Yeah, like, give, me, give me nanite blood. It hits the ground. You don't get squished. Also, well, they, like, pro- they probably only had the silver healthcare package, so that's what they right. got. Yeah, they don't have an open yeah, the, choice EPO. Yeah, the, they had the HMO, not the. <laughs> no, they had HRAs. Ugh. Also, am I the only one that thinks like so? There, the whole thing with him, where it's like he's a revenge machine, and they just keep rebooting him, but they got to go through the same script over and over and over again. Like, why don't you just make it like five guys killed his wife, so they can just do it in one go? <laughs> like, it, or it, why don't you just send the fucking manites? Yeah, or send the fucking. The other thing is that's annoying, and a lot of movies do this, and it's it's just fucking obnoxious. So the first run before you know the twist. It cuts back to the like control center where they know what's going on, but they have to act like they don't. And it's like, so why are they acting like that for the fucking audience? For our benefit, yeah. yeah. It's like I hate that. Like I think 
what they're going to spoon feed us in the next five minutes? I feel like there's like a neat movie in here if you like structure the entire thing different. Like if you make yeah, it's the called, called Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Well, there's no like twist in that. I'm talking about like maybe putting the twist like like you make the twist kind of ambiguous, and I think you might have something kind of interesting. Where like there's a twist in Day of Reckoning. I get yeah yeah I guess you're right yeah it's the Big same twist. thing as this it's, it's like they say yeah remember they've been doing this forever to get him to kill Luke Devereaux oh that's right for that movie. I forgot about well, the, the, I was the thinking the other the other, the other Universal Soldier the, the other only time they were able to get it to work was by giving him a revenge tick because that's the only yeah. thing they could get through the re- like the 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 anti brainwashing it was his his, his deep seated hatred there was a reason it had to happen there is no reason that Vin Diesel needs to be set off like a revenge machine in this movie because literally they control a pile of nanites. Yeah. Well, it's like every other super soldier problem or like a mechanical soldier like that. If they have the ability to wipe his memory and put whatever they want in them, why don't they just wipe his consciousness entirely and make him some kind of man meat machine? Right. Or they need to like explain like there's a reason why these nanites, like they, they run off of blood or something. Like they need to be inside of a person. Can you give me that bullshit like hand wave where it's like, you know, all the robust technology with all his human experience, which we're going to damage by constantly wiping his brain? Yeah. Humans are the best batteries. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we learned that in the Matrix. <laughs> Wouldn't literally anything else be better, like a battery? <laughs> like, the other thing is, like, Vin Diesel hilariously, like, accepts the fact that he's a fucking, like, walking robot zombie, like, really easily. Just as he also, like, when Wiggins brings him back to life, like, he accepts that he's not, that, like, he's he's not under anybody's control. Like, everything everything is processed so fast. It's just like, eh, whatever. Like, Guy Pierce in the very beginning of the movie is like, well, you're dead and you're back to life. And it's literally like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it's not like this. It should be, like, if someone told you that you had died and come back to, back to life, like, it would, and you can't remember who you are, these are, like, Fundamentally, like it should I don't be know. Like horrific. It should be yeah, like, mind altering. But, but you have the handicap of Vin Diesel starring in this movie, so you ain't gonna get much more than oh man. <laughs> like I kind of yeah. feel like I kind of feel like I want the Bloodshot movie. That's like the weird, like you serious the drama. I want the yeah, art house like, like Bloodshot yeah, the, movie, the Jacob's Ladder Terminator movie, which is Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. Yeah, yeah. I think this, I think this movie really wants to be weird. Like, I feel like this director wants to make a totally different movie, but one, he can't because it's it's supposed to be some kind of tent pole for the Valiant universe. Like, who gives a fuck? And two, I just don't think he's very competent because there's stuff in here that's good, but the overall direction of this movie is not good at all. No, it's bad. It's and really it has bad. that, like, that cheap direct-to-video filter over everything that was real popular in the mid to late 2000s, that bluish-greenish tint kind of shocked that this was like if not for covid this would have gotten a theatrical release because it does not yeah. feel like a theatrical movie at all this is, this is this dude's first directorial shocking <laughs> now he did he worked up until this he did a lot of a lot of visual effects work for what uh avengers age of ultron a bunch of video games this um, movie feels i'm glad you mentioned the word video game because this movie feels much more like a video game adaptation than it does anything else. 
Yeah, this feels like it's a good. That's a good way to put it, Sean. This feels like the video game version of the Bloodshot movie. <laughs> like that's it's right. a, like, Bloodshot, <laughs> the game, the movie, the movie. <laughs> like, like, seriously though, this is like this is the this is this guy's credits, right? He's directed a 2019 short for TV called Love, Death, and Robots or something. I don't know. Oh, that's a, a that's a Netflix show. It's pretty good. I have. Okay. I don't know if I've seen his. He did something short. called Sunny's Edge. I guess it's a part of it. I don't know. But yeah, other it's probably than, a short so, film. So other than that, he has done visual effects on Knights of the Old Republic, The Division, Knights of the Old Republic, Elder Scrolls, Bioshock Infinite. It's literally all video games. It's all video games except Avengers: Age of Ultron. Do you think he directed the cutscenes? Do you think that's what his job was? Cinematic trailer director, yeah, it says that. Okay, there you the, go. the funny thing is, is that the if you'd think then that the action sequences that were heavy like CGI would be better done, but they're really yeah, yeah, boring. What was the budget on this? A million? No, it's probably forty, fifty million dollars, probably. Yeah, forty, fifty million dollars isn't a lot for as many special effects are in this movie. Forty-five million. Is the reported yeah. budget? I don't know. Like I do, I do kind of like this. Obviously, isn't a good movie, but I enjoy it in that weird grab bag sort of way. Like we're just trying to make funny. <laughs> no, because I mean, I've I've had a good run with it. It's fine. Like I'm not <laughs> using it anyway. Like uh, it's um, it's the most ambitious movie of 2005. I don't know. There's like, <laughs> it's almost like. He went to every like effects supervisor and wardrobe person. It's like, oh, what's this supposed to look like? It's like, I don't know. You see movies, right? And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so one guy's making a Metal Gear movie. Like another guy's making Venom. Another guy's making fucking um, Wet Alien, whatever that Kristen Stewart movie is. There's another guy that wants to make Brazil, so he gets to make that scene where Alvin Killian uh, offers uh, Vin Diesel to live in his own Brazil esque. I forgot about that shit. Yeah, what the fuck was that scene? Yeah, that scene was fucking awful. And, like, the the thing that works about Brazil and, to a lesser extent, Repo Man, is that the person isn't aware of this, so you can just plug them in there. Right. Like, like, um, Old Man Whelan's kind of an idiot in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Alec, what do you think? Um, fine. <laughs> I was, uh, I was probably, I was on the, uh, more of a, the same lines as Sean than, uh, YouTube. Like, I thought it was fine. Like, it wasn't, I've watched way worse movies. Yeah. Yeah, we all have on this show. It was, uh, it's only an hour and a half, I think. <laughs> Like it's so sad that that is a criteria for us. <laughs> I, you know, I was never like incredibly bored. Like there are parts, you know, like the romance subplot, a little boring. The, but the, like, the coda at the end is fucking. The coda is terrible. The the world building sequel bait thing. Like if the, if the, the movie ended with him blowing up, with him and Guy Pierce just blowing up, and that's it. Better movie. Yeah, I would have gotten a, a point bump for me, yeah. Credits, or, he comes, point bump. or he gets reassembled by the nanite to some kind of total blank slate robot. Oh, fuck. Is there an end credit scene for this? I didn't even bother There's, to check. Oh, I don't know. The fuck off. I don't... <laughs> but no, like, I, I can't get too bored with this movie because by the time I'm getting bored, it's become a totally different movie. 
Like, yeah, I could see that. It's just well, bad. Like, it's not boring. It's just, like, incompetent. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess we ought to get into Five Knuckle Shuffles, a.k.a. the fate of Sean's penis. Oh, the the uh, Love, Death, and Robots that he directed was the first one. Oh, Sean oh, hates that one. That's the worst one. I like that one. <laughs> I like that one a lot. I thought that one was cool. <laughs> the rapey edgelord one? Yeah, I didn't like that one. I like The it. best one is the robots with the cat. Yes, that one. one's that is the best one. I agree <laughs> with that. I like that series. I don't know. Call me crazy. I've never seen it. It's cool. Watch it, guys. It's like I don't remember. Like it's only like it's like twelve episodes, but in total, it's only like an hour and a half. Yeah, I think I'm each episode's like, only like twenty minutes long, if that. Yeah, yeah. parts of it are really good, but parts of it are Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Well, it's so. like every other anthology Final thing, Joker, right? Yeah, like and it's this was Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Like the CGI was so bad. When are we going to watch that movie? We've brought it up way too many times. Oh, look at the puppy. <laughs> we should have like CG August, where it's just all terrible CGI movies. <laughs> CG August is not what are we bad. Doing for July. Tommy Lee July. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I'm picking that one where he's the, the marshal at the Silver House. Wait, are you, not, are you picking? No, I'm going to pick the one where it's him and Benicio Del Toro. The Edge? The oh, Hunted? The edge. Hunted? Hunt, hunter, hunted. That yeah. movie. I oh. remember that movie being pretty good. I remember there was like, a lot s- of knife fighting in the trailer. Yeah, I'm gonna maybe ast- stop me. Go ahead. The astronaut movie. Which one? Didn't he? Wasn't he in the Ooh, Space Cowboys? Uh, astronaut. Oh, yeah, Space Cowboys. I love Space I'm, Cowboys. I'm excited. I'm gonna pick <laughs> Men in Black Three or No Country for Old Men. I haven't decided. <laughs> They're pretty, they're pretty much two sides of the same coin. Yeah, they're both they're both about the same level. They both have men. In the <laughs> That's true. No Check country mate. for old men in black. <laughs> Three. It's Tommy Lee Jones. Asshole. It's Tommy Lee Jones giving that giant that monologue at the end of the movie. But it's like my dad saw a Martian, and he reckoned <laughs> that he didn't shoot that Martian. And then he neuralizes his wife. That's right. Yeah. No country roll men gonna go out on a limb. Good movie. Yeah, not bad. Oh, he's in the first Captain America. We can watch that. He is. Oh yeah, he's like the drill sergeant, isn't he? Maybe I'll pick that. That's a movie I feel like I need to revisit because I feel like I like it a lot less than everybody else. Well, I don't. Oh, never mind. I'm picking Small Soldiers. Oh, that movie rules! I love that movie. I've not seen that movie. No, it's good. There's like a weird torture. Oh, that movie's great. That's one of those movies that's almost inappropriate for children. It's great. Yeah. Small soldiers, big battles. Dude, Major small soldiers is the happened. shit. Dude, I love small soldiers. All right, let's get into five knuckle shuffles. Alec. Mm. Uh, hmm. So here's the thing. If you give it a nine... Sean's dick is essentially saved. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. Nine. Don't break the rules. You know it's the law. Nine. Uh, geez, I don't know. This is tough. It's either a Sean's four, penis is sweating. It's either a four or a six. That's not sweat, TJ. <laughs> oh, <laughs> either a four. Or six. I'm gonna go. With a, I'm gonna go with a six. Like I wasn't bored watching it at all. I, I it held my attention. It wasn't like by any means a good movie or a great movie, but it didn't bore me. 
It's right. more confusing than boring. It is confusing. It was confusing. All um, right. Yeah, and it's stupid as shit, but I still kind of liked it a little bit. All right. And you pass the mic to... Ah, uh, Gogs. Uh, I was a six until I watched Day of Reckoning, and now it's a four. So, all the same shit. I mean, it's not... It's fucking... Is full of flaws. It's <laughs> it's trying to do stuff. I guess I don't know. There might be a good movie in there. Or something. It didn't. It wasn't repugnant. It's just not good. It's kind of. It's almost a five. Like it's almost. I'll forget about it. Level. Like, but like, some of the shit at the end doesn't make. I mean, and I'm I'm okay with stuff not making sense. I guess, but like, it really kind of abandoned its own rules. It doesn't really like. There's there's a straight line to meet their objectives and they took like the most curvy, like meandering line possible. I think, like, I know well, I think you brought I think, it up when you're watching the movie, but like, it's a good point is there are no rules established for how anything works. Yeah. Like right. I don't, I don't really understand the nanites or like what they do. Like it, well, it, I assume that they were like, they were kind of akin, like they were an analog to the, the, the adrenaline in the UI, the universal soldier blood. Like it just kind of, kind of, got your it, you were still you but it kind of just ramped you up that I makes didn't, sense yeah, I, I didn't expect you to get your whole body blown to smithereens and then you to reform like a fucking mist cloud like well, what i, I what i kind of thought that they were trying to do and maybe i could be wrong is i think that they were trying to make it like wolverine's heal healing factor like you know how wolverine can heal from pretty much anything Okay, and there was like a big. It wasn't a big controversy, but it was a small controversy amongst comic nerds, where during Civil War, he literally was next to Nuke, and he was reduced to literally just his skeleton. Like that's it. That was all that was left of him was his adamantium skeleton, and he was able to regenerate from that. And I felt like that's, and I don't know exactly when the Bloodshot comic came out, but it was that it was post Civil War. And I feel like that's what they were going for. Like, they're like, well, this is like, it's been spoken. We've talked about the record. I think that's stupid, by the way, for him to like come back from a fucking skeleton back to his. I think uh, nanites have just become like the sci-fi like equivalent of magic. It means like anything can happen for any reason without being explained. Well, I mean, like Wolverine's healing factor is magic. I mean, but like what's his like. What makes a good superhero is like some sort of flaw. Like, there's literally no, like, what do you? Yeah, there's nothing you can what do, do. What What can you do to stop him? Like, I guess you, you could I mean, nuke him and then the or use another EMP. Like, and they don't know how EMPs work because none of those nanites should have been able to come back. They should have been just donezo. Oh, is that like, right? Is that how? Yeah, I don't know how EMPs work. It's not like it's not fixable. It's not. It's just. That's it. Like, so anywho, it was a six. Then I watched a much better movie. And now it's a four. And you, well, Sean, like your ticket safe. Yep. With that, but let's go to let's go to TJ. Wait, if I give it a zero, doesn't it destroy no, his penis? We're already, we're already at a ten. Damn it! He's already at a two and a half. Uh, it's uh, that's how it's, bad Bryce Daniel Man was that two <laughs> scores in, one of them being a four, and still beat it. Um, it's a four also for me. I, you know, 
I, it's, it's funny. I agree with Gogs on a lot of points because this was almost a five for me because I just felt like it was just kind of there. Like, to me, this was like the most generic, like, we need a superhero movie. And then it's just like, just follow this checklist. Like, it felt very bland. And I just like, I, I agree, like, a lot of the story beats they tried to incorporate were weird and fun. But like, it never paid off with any kind of action. Like a movie like this needs good action scenes and the action scenes in this movie are garbage. If it's an R rated movie, is it better? Yes. Yeah. hundred well, percent. It's well, like a seven or eight. I will, I will say that if it's shot differently, because if, if I agree with Sean, I think that the reason you see everything on surveillance footage and under smoke and in fucking, you know, red light and all that bullshit. Flower. Flower. And flower, yeah, and flower, is because of the PG-13. So if you shoot this like a regular, violent, R-rated movie and you actually get, like, the gore, yeah, it's better. Because the, the action scenes are more exciting. The action scenes are so boring in this movie. It's, I mean, there's uh, a scene that... Uh, I'm sorry, Sean. There's a yeah, moment no. where this dude, like, fucking Vin Diesel takes a guy that's dead on the ground, puts him up against a car window, pulls a gr- all the grenades out of his vest... So you're like, this is going to be fucking rad. And nothing happens. It just blows him back. And, like, there's no blood. There's no anything. Like, that sequence should have been awesome. It should have been the goriest shit ever. Because, like, there's a scene I refer... I think I referred to it on the show before. There's a French movie I really like. It's not that great. But there's a couple of moments in that movie that are so fucking cool. It's a movie called Doverman. And it's it's an action movie. But there's a sequence where... These, these guys are trying to get away in this car and they're getting followed by this like motorcycle gang with guns and Vincent Casile and Monica Bellucci are in the backseat and they're fight they're trying to fight these guys in the bikes and at one point the motorcycle guy throws a grenade in the backseat of the car Vincent Casile grabs the grenade grabs the like the biker guy next to him stuffs the grenade in his helmet and then just it becomes just like a blood mist and like it causes all the bikers to wreck and it's like I haven't watched that movie in, I don't know, fucking 15 years. And I vividly remember that scene. The, 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 the potential in this movie where you've got this like, like insanely like robot killer and he just, he, he can withstand anything. Like you could have made a whole movie full of those scenes because he, he doesn't they, have to follow make the rules. a movie like that. It's upgrade. Like if this movie was. Well, yeah, an upgrade fucking upgrade. rules. I love upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade's also written much better than this movie. Yeah. It's everything better than this movie. But this is a movie I don't think is dependent. Like, nobody gives a shit about the story, right? Like, if it was just, like, Upgrade minus the story, everybody would give it a seven. If it was just a collection of, like, hardcore action gags, right? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. This was originally supposed to be directed by the John Wick guys. Oh, that would have been so much better. Oh. Yeah, even with that dude. Oh, that hurts. That fucking hurts. That hurts. That'd have been so much better. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a four. This movie sucks. Uh, but it's it's not as bad as Bicentennial Man because it's still not going on. <laughs> 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 Bicentennial Man, I think, is still playing on my TV. Uh, so I pass the mic to Sean. It's I'm in the same category as everybody else's. It's it's a four or a six. Like it's not a five because there's some shit that's so goofy. Like that, she can breathe out of her chest, but she did she still breathe regular air? Like, how is she immune to? Shouldn't she be more susceptible to like 
crud flying into her lungs. Well, also, like, like filters. And that thing, that scene where she like uses her power, like she throws a bunch of, I guess, tear gas or some bullshit in in yeah. like this office. But like she still has eyes and a face. Like she'd have right. to wear protection. Like just because she, just as she's not like affected by inhaling shit, her the rest of her would be affected by that. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, it's so like, like good. Well, it's like, but it's like goes back to the point. Like everyone else, all these other super soldiers are programmed with limitations. Like Maniza was not. He is. Well, his limitation is his acting. The fucking yeah. Mary Sue. Like, he can do whatever. It's just, he's, it's fucking dumb. His acting is so bad. I think God's brought up some spawn at one point, And this, it's very, like, it's a very 90s comic kind of movie. And, like, I enjoy that in a kind of perverse sort of way. It's well, I, sort of figured, I figured that was going to be, like, I, I really thought that's what they were going for. Like, he's going to come back. He's going to try and reconnect with his wife. Because, but he's like, 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 that's going to be his Wanda. And I thought the whole nanite thing, like the whole nanite percentage was going to be like the hell power in Spawn. Like he's only got so much of it. That would have been better. He's got to use it judiciously. Also, Michael Jai White is one of the the, uh, other bloodshots would have been a much better movie. I mean, he would have just been a better bloodshot anyway. Oh my um, God, yes. Wouldn't, like, the, the wife scene seems like a pickup. Like, they finished the movie. It's like, bro, we forgot about the wife. It's like, oh, fuck. We gotta go back. That scene that is fucking stupid, quick. too, because, like, her daughter interrupts them twice, and then the second time he's like Batman, where he's just not there anymore. It's just yeah. like. Also, like, way to have that, that scene not have any fucking teeth, because it's just like, oh, we broke up because you wouldn't stop being a soldier. Like, wouldn't it have been more interesting if, like, they broke up because he was like a violent psychopath and maybe like hit her or something. Or like, he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought they were gonna fuck like he with was. it, make it like his sister. Like I thought they were gonna yeah. like also like, better. Like it's like what are you we what are you coming on to me for? And like then he's gotta or fucking she's just, process that. Just some woman that he saw on a bus one time and like Again, I had no idea. We yeah. all just want the artsier version of this movie. Right. Like the movie you it's can make something for interesting because I like the Centurions and the fucking like I appreciate that they're trying, but I've never watched a movie in my life that was more hamstrung by the fact that by its rating. Yeah, it is like, definitely held back. It's by even the- worse than the Wolverine movies because I like with the Wolverine the the I'm thinking specifically the second one, the Wolverine. Like you knew what you were going to get, you didn't expect it because it's like this mass commercial property, and that's what made Logan like such a kind of a revelation. Right. But this is some bullshit Valiant comic that I would guess eighty percent of the people that see this movie have no idea that it's a comic book. And all four of us so, are like, pretty big comic nerds, and none of us have read the comic. Like if no, I have the trade, I have the trade for this somewhere in this house. Oh, okay. I I couldn't afford Valiant comics growing up. There's too much chromium. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a six because it's goofy and, like, I wasn't bored, but it's more of a really fun four than it is, like, a solid six, you know? Like, so. Yeah, I can. I'm watching the, I'm watching the trailer right now just to, like, they're literally, they literally explain the whole movie in the trailer, even the whole reprogramming people's faces, like, in his memory bit. Like, oh, I bet that wasn't a surprise. Yeah. Like, oh. apparently not. Like, apparently that was part of... That's like, a terrible idea. Why would they even show that? Yeah, that's that's like part the only interesting part of the fucking movie. Part of the official trailer. Like, the whole thing. 
It's him, like, in the trailer, he's fighting his buddies that you get introduced to in the beginning of the movie. Like, oh, that sucks. Like, the trailer... What the fuck else are they going to show in the trailer? There's no other action in this movie that you could show. Yeah. I don't know. I like the Fawtown soldiers. I enjoyed them, like, from a conceptual standpoint, even though... I would have liked them if they were a lot weirder. If they were a lot like the Foxhound soldiers, where one was psychic for some reason. (laughs) God, I just... I just want a fucking Metal Gear movie and just make it weird as fuck. Like, I know they probably will never really make it, and if they do make it, it'll suck. It'll like, be a million I, hours long. No, just make solid. Make, make it Metal Gear Solid, the movie, and make it fucking, goo- like, just as goofy as the game. No, like, make the second one. Oh, God, make Sons the, of Liberty. You're gonna make one the second one. <laughs> no, yeah. I, think, I think you could make you could make solid end two. You could definitely make actually, you know, Snake Eater. Well, movie. three would probably make the best movie, but two would be two is I think by far until like later on the weirdest. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But Snake Eater, Snake Eater would be a pretty so- easy. That'd be a layup as far as a movie goes. That's an easy yeah. movie to make. Cast uh, so what the- cast uh, Tilda Swinton as the boss. Yeah, and Tom Hardy as Snake. Oh my god. I want that movie. Wasn't the guy that made Skull Island supposed to be making a Metal yeah, Gear movie? Yeah, supposedly. Make, make Jeff Bridges the end. Is that the guy's name? Oh, dude. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. Dude, uh, the Rush Vulgan. Wasn't that his name? The, yeah, the, the electric guy? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, for sure. Perfect. Like it writes itself. Dude, uh, oh, we need to make this movie. Molho Productions. Vicator <laughs> was the best one. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Though I really love four, but anyway. Uh, all right. Well, next week it's my pick, and I might leave you guys in suspense because you know what? I was going to pick RoboCop two, but I kind of feel like I should pick a good movie because we've really RoboCop suffered. two. is a great movie. Uh, I'm the RoboCop remake. Excuse me. Oh, oh, oh. you could pick RoboCop two. You pick RoboCop two. I don't know. Make it happy. I'll think about but it. You could you could get real weird and make us watch like the end of Evangelion, even though we've never seen. No, I'm show. not going to do that. That would be awful. I still want to. I still want to do our podcast. Get in the Sean. Uh, get in the Ava Sean. But yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch some of it. Uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. So, an- I could pick an anime movie. There's a lot of anime about robots. Anything with rabbits. I don't know. I'm going to pick something that's not purposely awful because I feel like we've suffered a lot this month. <laughs> so I'm going to try to pick something decent, decent, or I'll just decide to pick the RoboCop remake. You know, you could, know what you could pick? Go ahead. Pick Moon. Really, I almost picked Moon. Is that really about robots? It's not I mean, about a robot but in a it. Robot in it. You could pick. Was it I Am Mother? That's. Yeah, it's really. Haven't we all seen that though? Yeah. yeah, like within the past year. Yeah, I'm not picking that. It's a great movie. I I love it. I thought it was great, but I'm Just not picking that. Tetsuo the Bullet Man. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, you can pick weird. Lost. Pick the Lost in Space movie with Matt LeBlanc. Oh, I, I, oh wait, shit. no, we tried. We almost one of us picked that for another month, but it wasn't available anywhere. That's why we. Could, that, yeah, was it the Gary Oldman thing? Yeah, Even I think it was. Place, yeah. One of us was trying to pick it, and we couldn't find it on Amazon. We couldn't find it on YouTube. We couldn't find it on, like, <laughs> RX Locker or whatever that weird Russian yeah. site we watched The Crow 3 on. <laughs> dude, dude, pick 
pick Peter Weller's other seminal banger, Screamers. Screamers isn't bad. I've never seen Screamers. You've never robots seen that fly screamers. around and blow up people's heads. No, it's based on a Philip Dick story. Well, maybe I will like watch most Screamers. Movies are. I, I, I got to do some research. I'll, I'll, I'll leave y'all in suspense. Well, I'll let you know. Ooh, we can get. Oh no, no, all of us have to get it. Never mind. Go ahead. A four, a four pack DVD with Contact, <laughs> Red Planet, Sphere, and Lost in Space for ten dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole. Mo- that's what we should do one year: is just do all uh, multi pack DVDs, shitty multi pack DVDs. Buy it and just rip through. <laughs> yeah. That is a funny idea. Do you got Chopping Mall? Oh. Yeah, maybe I'll pick Chopping Mall. That's a fun Chopping movie. Chopping Mall's a ton of fun. That's a fun movie. I don't know. I, Rocky Four still on the table. Don't forget. Oh, shit. The Happy Birthday Polly Robot? Yeah. My if favorite If you put in robot? movies with robots in Google, Rocky Four comes up. In, well, it like, should. It's the best robot. <laughs> you know Polly oh, was fucking that robot. I wanted so bad in Creed for Adonis to open a closet and a robot to come, like, crawling out. I was hoping. I was hoping. Well, I mean, I'll, could... I'll let you guys know by tomorrow. I'll, I'll make my World. pick. Westworld's another one that slapped. That was my my original pick. Maybe, yeah, I'll pick Westworld. I'll pick Westworld. There you go. That's a good one. That's not a that's bad a movie. That's a good one. Yeah. That's not, a, that's not a bad movie. That's a great movie. I yeah, love that movie a solid, lot. Solid movie. Uh yeah, all right. Westworld is the pick. The original Westworld, not the TV OG show. OG Westworld. The TV show sucks now. It was you great. Were all under the cyberpunk shit's yeah. bad. What's that? All that cyberpunk shit's bad. Dude, it's did you ever watch the first season? Yeah. So like like Westworld was great because it was like kind of like a faux intellectual show. Like a lot of it was like very simplified, but it was like a show that tried to be more kind of cerebral and talk about shit. And then like the second season came and it was fine. It was well, not great. And now the third season is just like action and it's like really stupid. Like the dialogue's really bad. And like, there's like no gone, real discussion. From, Go ahead. Like original Star Trek to the fucking Abrams Star Trek. Kinda. And it's like not really about like, themes anymore it's just about like fighting and it's it's not very good i watched the whole season and i was like this is terrible like the cyberpunk stuff is like it doesn't even like the first episode it kind of shows you the world and you're like oh this is neat but then like you kind of drop it like it's like eh, like i don't know this shit is expensive we're shooting it in an office yeah pretty much so yeah so anyway next week westworld get ready for that i don't know if it's streaming on anything i actually own the blu-ray because sean got it for me for my birthday one year you, um, so yeah, I know how I'll be watching it. Mm. I'm sure it's available on uh, something. I'm sure Amazon has. It. I think it's been wildly released. Yeah, Yule Brenna. <laughs> All right, everybody, All right. Uh, go fuck your own ass, and uh, you know, eat some butts. Eat one. <laughs> I will eat, eat your Good ass night. like corn on the cob. I'm ready. <laughs> Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> Gogs, did you see that? The Alex Jones no. eat your ass video? No. You haven't seen? Oh, I, uh, hold on. I'll tag you. In it. Westworld is available on Hulu, oh, Amazon shit. Prime, and HBO Max. Bloodshot is the central character of the Valiant comic universe. And he is a character who was formerly a soldier. Um, 
that is uh, enhanced through technology and manipulated through, without giving away the story, to um, be a, a corporate assassin. First of all, what makes Bloodshot a unique superhero is the question of whether or not he is a superhero. That's what's kind of really compelling here. Because he's not waking up planning to save the world. His agenda isn't to rescue the planet. He really, when you get into the story, you realize he's trying to stop the insanity that's being induced upon him. Um, he's fighting for clarity. That's a unique kind of protagonist. Uh, that's what makes this so unique. Um, it's not your traditional superhero movie, and I think that was the intent going into, I know that was the intent, going into launching the Valiant Cinematic Universe. I can tell you this, I'm excited to see this. Uh, the best way to say this, to answer that question is, I can't wait for the premiere. I can't wait to see this movie, especially after talking to all the people, all the countless press that have seen the movie before me. I'm ecstatic to see the movie. Hi guys, here's today's daily fact. Groot, the character voiced by Vin Diesel in Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, only has one line, I am Groot. But the actor also had to record the lines for the Russian, Mandarin, Spanish, Portuguese, German, and French versions of the movies. It sounded so easy. Remember to click below to subscribe or on the side for more great content.